Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday, 6.20. Obviously, we pre-recorded this um, for obvious, obvious reasons. Um, this is uh, this interview is a big get. And this is what we could, this is the best time we could get. So um, super excited. I'm filling it for Steve. For those who don't know who I am, I normally host another show that's under the umbrella of Elijah Dreams called Elijah Fire. Um, and we talk about a lot of issues ranging from human trafficking to other issues as well. So I'm really, really looking forward to this. Those who watch Elijah Fire know both my wife and I are very passionate about this subject. We've done a lot of raising awareness in the past. My wife partnered with the LAPD about 10 years ago down there in uh, uh, staking out different areas. And um, so uh, we've done a lot in this. So I'm really, really looking forward to this. Uh, so if you guys are listening on Spotify, make sure to follow us. That'll really help us out as well. So, all right, we're going to jump right in, you guys. My guest today uh, doesn't really need an introduction. He's very well known, but uh, he's seen a very successful career being in movies, starring in movies like The Thin Red Line, The Count of Monte Cristo, The Passion of the Christ. Uh, but on July 4th of this year, you can catch him in a new movie where he he is portraying Tim Ballard, founder of Operation Underground Railroad in the film The Sound of Freedom. Let's give it up for my guest today. Jim Caviezel on a new installment of Prophets and Patriots. job Tim as soon as I lay down all these see are those kids faces how long you been doing this 12 years how do you do it it is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen it has already passed the illegal arms trade and soon it's gonna pass the drug trade Imagine walking into a room right now, seeing an empty bed. What would we do? Children stars drift around in the sky. We're homeland security. You know we can't go off rescuing kids in Colombia. This job tears you to pieces. This is my one chance to put those pieces back together. We're talking about extracting an 11-year-old girl from an army of rebels. Not just her. I'm talking about rescuing hundreds of kids. She could be a block down the road, or she could be in Moscow, Bangkok, L.A. Over two million children a year. Are being sucked into the deepest recesses of hell. We do nothing. Someday it's going to reach the likes of you. What if this was your daughter? Wherever I go. 
Jim Caviezel, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. So we're going to jump right in, man. First off, I am incredibly excited to see this movie. I already bought my tickets um, and we'll be going into how people can get those tickets uh, during the interview. But I just kind of want to jump in, man. Why is there so much heat around this film? Because, you know, I look at like 10 years ago, I would think people would jump at the chance. Yeah, let's tell a story about what's happening to children. But today... Not so much. So um, I would love to hear from your perspective. Why, why is there so much heat around this movie? A lot of Americans are not very happy with their government right now. Let's just start right there. Yeah. They see a South border that is completely open. Our country is being invaded. We are not a country. Okay, this Independence Day, we are not a United States because in order to be a country, you have to have borders. We do not have a southern border, so we're not a sovereign nation. But why? Why are we not a sovereign nation? What is really in control here? Who? It can't be Biden that's in control of this country. There's no way that this man is physically fit to be the president of the United States. No way, man. No. I don't know how you can argue with that. Right. Yeah. Especially when you've got nuclear weapons and everything. Are you out of your mind? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and so you, you, you put that with... Um, just waking up in the morning going, why is there a transgender on my Bud Light? Mm. Uh, Why is Target pushing um, Satan stuff with transgenderism? Why are all these Major League Baseball teams putting a rainbow flag on? Why is the United States flag not higher than a transgender flag? uh, Why are you grooming my kids? Mm -hmm. What is this CRT uh, stuff? And you start looking at, at all of this, and then um, then you hear this one woman, April 26, Ms. Ms. Rodas, giving sworn testimonies, whistleblower for Homeland Security, telling it, us that 85,000 children have just disappeared this last year. 85,000. Where did they go? Yeah. And why is the media not interested in that story? I mean, I think that that's a huge story. Go mm-hmm. with it. But mm-hmm. no, next day, no, nothing there. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I would love for the media to start meeting my fact checkers. Um, I don't know where their fact checkers go to school. I don't do, do you need a, um, a degree, uh, like a doctorate degree in their fact? I checkers? think they're handing them out like candy, man, quite honestly. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So, so none of this is making any sense at all. Mm-hmm. So our film comes up um, and we... Um, so you learn all this stuff. Um, well, let me just tell you this one part. So we were we showed our movie to uh, 1,500 uh, uh, people in um, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. This was a few years back. And, um, and during one part of the movie, they start talking. And uh, this was five different screenings. And at the end, I get to go up and talk to all of them. And I asked them, why were you all speaking? during this one part and I didn't see it. And they all started yelling Epstein Island. Well, that's interesting. And I said, now I understand why this is a film they don't want you to see, why we don't have the support. Um, And a lot of these agents uh, that want to come up forward and testify and and, um, are terrified of losing their lives, good men that worked with me that want to expose uh, the truth about what is going on. And they're afraid of this film, uh, like yeah. they much the same way they were terrified of the passion of the Christ. 
because that completely changed their narrative on Christians. They fed us spoonful of prosperity gospel crap. And, and it has to be crap. And I'll tell you why. It's not that God doesn't want you to have, you know, nice things or whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's not what he's against. The thing he's against is when you decide that you want the currency, you know, the current word current means, um, is that a current of, uh, of, of Satan, which is a currency, right? Um, or the currency of God to come through you, which is a completely different wavelength. Uh, the currency, um, when God says, you know, mammon, you serve mammon, mm-hmm. or you serve him. And um, my career was given to me from him, from above, and his talent is not mine. It was on loan. My life was on loan from, mm-hmm. from me. But I chose to serve him because I love him. Yeah. And he loved me and he gave me a purpose in this life. And I wanted to expose uh, evil with the weapon that I was given. One, from Jesus uh, to play in the passion and to change this world narrative much in the same way that Jesus changed the narrative with the Romans. And I believed that that spirit that could come through me, that can make me fearless, that could come through me in that performance that people wouldn't recognize me, that they wouldn't see Jesus. I didn't want them to see me. I wanted them to see Jesus because truly that's the big deal here is to convert people to love, to bring them back home. And Tim Ballard, you know, he's this guy that was just crazy nuts to go down. And, you know, this guy, he works for Homeland Security and he wants to change the face of this trafficking. He wants to take these traffickers down, but he wants to save the kids. And they were not doing that. And so he has an opportunity when he takes down one of the worst traffickers they'd ever seen in Ernst Limpachinsky, and they take him down and he rescues his five-year-old boy. And the boy says, will you save my sister? And essentially, you know, how the Bible talks about the kingdom of heaven is like a pearl. You would sell everything for. And Tim Ballard does this. And so he's 10 days away from his pension. People thought he was nuts. And he takes the money out of his house and goes down to Columbia to find this little girl. You know, First James talks about it. Faith without works is dead. All you talk and no action, it has to be action. Yeah. And Tim does this in there, and he's crazy. Yeah. Crazy like John the Baptist crazy. If they catch him, they're going to take his head off. Mm. He's crazy like St. Paul crazy. If they catch him, they'll take his head off like St. Paul. But he has the heart, like, to live as Christ, to die as gain. Mm. And um, so... Me, Eduardo Verastegui, um, very talented guys all got together and was kind of on the same, you know, same different face, but all were on the same page of, you know, film is a weapon and it can draw a light. And like your show can go to people and say, hey, I'm going to on the 4th of July, I'm going to give these little kids back their freedom on our Independence Day. Mm. Yeah. Well, Jim, really quick, you know, you mentioned film as a, you, they, you guys all realized that this film was a weapon and there's a, a quote from a director that always stuck with me because I fundamentally disagreed with it. And I know where your stance is. I know you're going to disagree with it. I'll read the quote and then I'd love to hear your thoughts. The quote is, if you think you are making any difference as a filmmaker, you have picked the wrong industry. Jim, do you agree or disagree? Why or why not? I joyfully disagree. Yeah. 
I joyfully disagree because I'm going to take yeah. you to one film. Yeah. It's a Wonderful Life. Mm. That movie, there was a point in my life where I didn't want to live any longer. I was 14 years old and I was in a bad, bad way. And I cried out to God. And I can't imagine that if, if I had died and I had taken my life, I would have been up there and God probably would have showed me what I was going to be in this life. He had me playing his son. Oh, if yeah. I had just hang in. But it just hung in a little bit longer. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I called out. I screamed out, you know, God, please help me. And I, I, what's my purpose in this life? And he did. He, showed, he, he came to me. And, and it's a wonderful life. When, when uh, Jimmy Stewart, you know, flew 26 missions over Germany in the Liberator. And, you know, oh, the guys that I spoke to, that were on those aircrafts, you know, they have to go in quiet to listen to the com uh, commandeer, the mission, and, and Jimmy Stewart was the head commandeer in those missions. And he could hear those men go down, getting shot out of the sky from the flak, the Nazis were shooting up. And you can hear them screaming to their desk. And he would have had horrible nightmares. And I can imagine that, and it's a wonderful life, where he has the scene, and it's so profound. I've never seen an actor, especially in his generation, do this. Here's a leading man, hero, leading man, built differently, skinny guy, tall, six foot three guy. And he had such power. And Capra goes into this shot when he's at the bar scene. And he says, God, if you're out there, please help me. Hmm. And I just was like, every Christmas I see that, and I always yeah. weep when I watch it because. I thought, you know, that that's me. And here's this guy, he's going to commit suicide. He's going to commit suicide, and this angel comes to him. <laughs> Much of the same way that Angel Productions comes to us. Uh -huh. <laughs> we're going to bust our butt for you yep. and take us out of this hell that we were in. And all of a sudden, this thing starts to turn, and we start to go, man, we got a chance. And Eduardo had to do it for us. When we were out five million bucks, the movie was closing down. They, the devil didn't want you to see it, but we never gave up. We kept fighting back much in the same way that Tim does, because he knew that if he quit, these little kids like Jimmy Stewart and It's a Wonderful Life, they are never going to make it. And that angel showed him, look, Mr. Stewart, you lived, uh, George Bailey, you lived an incredible life without you. These people don't make it without you, man. Mm -hmm. And so that's why this film has an extraordinary power behind mm -hmm. it. And Americans need it right now to inspire them to get the focus off themselves, to put the light on our government and our three-letter agencies. Mm -hmm. Do not take away our republic, our inalienable rights, that life comes before liberty, that life comes before happiness, because without your life, you have no liberty. And without your life, you have no happiness. And they've been doing this for years, taking away our children the first and the second trimester and the third trimester. And then they try to sell us a bill of goods with the partial birth abortion. And now in California, they want to pass a law where you can kill a baby 27 days after yeah. it's born. How does that save the mother's life? And how come you're making all these pedophile laws right now? Mm. How come you're making it easier for these pedophiles right now and grooming our children? And Americans have had enough of it. Yeah. Enough of it with drinking Buddy Light and yeah. all these things. And they're taking yeah. away our culture. They've mm -hmm. taken away Disneyland. Yeah. They've taken away everything. And they're mm -hmm. selling this a rainbow flag, LGBT, 
and the T's, the trans, and the, and the trans community took a crucifix of Jesus on it. And at the Dodgers, this is yeah, the, the I saw system. that, yeah. And they and they sold and and with a crucifix, mm-hmm. a crucifix, and had a strip pull of him coming down. How blasphemous that yeah, was! Super. And blasphemous. so they're t- changing. And they were being life. rewarded for oh, it. And, well, that's enough. Rewarded not our I children. Mean, not yeah. grooming our children. It's not yeah. going to happen anymore. Right. You know, and I don't give it about my career, much yeah. less my life. Yeah. You cannot take our children. God's yeah. children are not for sale. And that's what we get across in Come this on. film. And they're terrified of it. Yeah. So, Jim, something that I will say, you know, you mentioned Tim and, uh, you know, he's he's already left quite a legacy and he's still on this earth. But, you know, I mean, I've been following you for several years now, um, at least a little over two decades. Um, and that's something that I will say. And I'm, something I've noticed is a common denominator amongst all the people involved in this film has been. Like, Jim, I, I do believe one of your legacies is going to be like, this is what it means to stand up for what you believe for God and and do what you know is right, despite, oh, well, people are telling me my career is gone if I do this or I do that. OK, well, I better be kept in check. And that is something that I mean, I, I can see even from the outside, I can see why God brought all of you guys together, Tim, Eduardo. Uh, even Angel Studios into the mix, you. Um, and I know that for you, it was, um, you know, Tim Ballard hand-selected you. There were other people they wanted. There were there was another actor in mind, but you were selected. Um, how early into development did you get brought into the process? Was it pretty early in development? No, no, no. I was late in the game. Mm. I was late in the game. Um, and... Um, um, but I was thinking about some of the things you were saying there about what it's going to cost us. Yeah. I mean, if you really believe the Bible, you, I mean, look how many martyrs are in that. Right. They're right there, you know, and, and we're all playing a different character in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got to play Jesus. Well, some of us get to play John the Baptist or the beloved. Some of us, Mary, Mary Magdalene or Elizabeth, but many of us are playing Pontius Pilate when you can't tell the difference. Sad day when you can't tell the difference between a politician and a priest. Hmm. And um, sticking their finger in the air, seeing where the wind blows. Um, the Sadducees, the modern day Pharisees now, and many of us that are playing Judas. You know, I'm told by many of them, Jim, you're not to judge. And I said, well, I got that. But you know, I've always been taught to use my better judgment. What about accountability? Can I not hold my brother accountable anymore? Yeah. What if I stand before God and God says, why didn't you hold your brother accountable? Hmm. Any stories in scripture. And I said, well, I didn't want to judge. Mm-hmm. See, this is crap. And a lot yeah. of Christians now, modern day Christians, that got prosperity gospel. I can't stand it. Because yeah. anytime I know when he asked me to go and do something and I'm worried about my things, I mean, it's going to be save your own. And yeah. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the Christians that are so more, more afraid of the devil than they are of God. Come on, man. But it, it's yep. ridiculous. So I'm asking you, mm-hmm. brothers and sisters in Christ, can you love God's children more than you fear evil? Can you love Jesus more than you fear the cross? Thanks for listening. 
The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Yeah, man. Yeah. And so, I mean, let's just actually talk about the film and what you hope, pray, um, is the fruit of people watching this. Obviously, the immediate thing is to go to the theater, buy tickets, get involved in the pay it forward program. We can talk about that in a little bit, but beyond that, Jim, what somebody watches it and their heart is really stirred. God really grabs a hold of, a hold of their heart. Cause I mean, I really do believe God is at the center of this movie. Um, I just on my own observing the production of it, but then hearing you and Eduardo talk about it um, and others as well. But what is the ultimate hope, the prayer, all of you, even on the team, maybe even yourself, want as a result of people seeing this film well a long time ago when we brought the passion of christ out we went out to many many priests bishops clergy pastors Mm -hmm. and a lot of them ran from us wow um like wouldn't even watch the film when you reached out to them no we showed it to them and then they just were weak or i mean they've been weak everywhere I don't know where the line in the sand is where they finally say, you know, I'll lose my life over this, but I really don't think there is any line in the sand. So at some point the people have got to take move forward. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I don't want to lead from behind. Yeah. Um, I think right now we have a moment like the passion where it completely, when the movie came out, they couldn't believe the public support so strongly. And when the people went, that's where all the leaders were like running for cover. And um, a lot of these guys were, you know, I couldn't, you couldn't buy them at that time. But as soon as the people came out, oh, they were begging for you. But at that point, I knew who my friends were. Yeah. And, um, but it really reset, gave us uh, some extra time to reset where we're at right now. And that was prior to when Trump was in. So people didn't know uh, how bad the media was lying, but now they really know. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so the media has been covering up. Um, I mean, it's a long story because essentially they're all funded by the central banks through Mm -hmm. the Fed. Yep. The Fed is a... But the... They don't like the light that we're shedding on this right now. And we're fastly selling out of theaters right now. We're selling out, which is great. Come on. I like the passion of the Christ, Mm -hmm. but, um, but the problem is, is that we're up against it. Um, We're running into walls because um, the bigger this thing gets, the more whistleblowers are going to come forward. Mm -hmm. And the film has the power to make you unafraid. Let me give you an example. When we saw the passion, two guys watched The Passion of Christ. They were both convicted murderers. They got away with murder. The film had a power that after they watched it, they knew at some point they were going to face God and it wasn't going to be a good outcome. So Mm -hmm. they turned themselves in and repented. In this case, you watch it. And you're afraid. You're afraid that those individuals that are in the government 
that are part of the three-letter agencies that are hurting our country right now. You can clearly see the FBI, the DOJ, CIA. Oh, yeah. Totally weaponized. Yeah. The ATF, uh, Fast and the Furious, all of this. Now it's starting to make, people are seeing this now, and, and they're, uh, there's no conspiracy theories anymore, right? right. The conspiracy theorist is uh, <laughs> the truth teller. and Ahead of the months, curve, a truth teller that's ahead of the curve, yeah. Yeah, but in, it used to be six months. Now it's like two weeks. Yeah, or tomorrow two even. Well, Jim, like the sorry to cut you off, but since we're on this subject, I mean, you've been in Hollywood for a long time, and um, obviously you've seen God's hand kind of marked in your life guiding you um through connections through opportunities um but i'm curious about i mean as much as you can say i guess like because we have a lot of child stars coming out now talking about corruption within the industry specifically towards children we've got Corey feldman who was big in the 80s elijah wood we've got um macaulay culkin coming out now had you only heard, had you observed oddities? Because I know that th- what's in the film isn't just relegated to the jungles of Columbia. It's not. Um, so I'm curious about, in terms of what you can talk about, like there's a lot of talk about a lot of things in Hollywood, but it's coming to the, f- I'm starting to realize that a lot of it's true over the years, seeing a lot of this stuff come out. So I would just, I'm just curious what, what you've observed, what you can say about what's going on in Hollywood, specifically towards children. I have a story. It's not, uh, I don't, I, I can't talk about it now. Mm-hmm. What, how, what I'm doing is I have a story and it's in a film. It's going through Tim Ballard right now. And um, it points to Epstein Island. So public understand there is narrative you learned about this man and why that came out. And then why did Ghislaine Maxwell follow? Who is she? How many women do you know have a wow. submarine license? How many women do you know have a helicopter license? Do your homework. Hmm. Look it up. Look up who Les Wexler is. Who is he? Just look at all these names that they've already thrown out there. There's a lot there. Now, let me give you an analogy. If I went to Vegas and I won 10 hands of blackjack in a row, that would be a heck of a lucky streak if you could do that. But if you won 100, if you won 1,000. Now, when the media, when, when I would, let's say I I was looking, I've been up there, I've seen these guys and how they look and they said, well, here are the odds of winning a thousand hands in a row. First of all, you'd never win a thousand hands. They'd probably come right. down and you'd get a visit. Yeah, you're gone. Yeah. Well, they would want to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And let's say you're God. Okay. I say, let's say I'm, I'm, I'm really Jesus and I'm playing. Oh yeah. He wouldn't play, but I'm uh, somebody. I got, I got you. Yeah. yeah the point is, is that I can read the cards. I know, but they would say, well, God's no longer welcome in our casino hmm. because they couldn't figure out what you're doing, but they know it's impossible. Media at this point is kind of like this. If I said to you, go along with this. Okay. Answer this. Make the two plus what equals five. 
Answer. Three. How do you know? Did you see a three? No. Well, then how do you know it's three? Hmm. But that's what it's like now. You know, there's smoke, there's fire. How do you know? Well, so. Yeah. This is how nuts it is. So when they fact check, oh, it's been fact checked. Oh, it's AI. Really? Where's the peer-reviewed studies on that? I'd like to see some data on uh, COVID. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see some NIH. Where is that? Where is that listed? Oh, you say that uh, ivermectin's bad. Okay. Hydroxychloroquine's bad. Okay. And you're going to ruin these doctors or this actor for bringing up adrenochrome. Okay. Well, where's your, it's listed under the NIH. It's chemical compound molecular structure is listed at C9H9NO3. Refute it, please. And uh, also, um, would you like to meet some of my fact checkers? Hmm. No, I don't think you'd want to meet my fact checkers because if you did, you'd completely be cross-examined by the public and they would ruin you. And they don't hmm. do that. Okay, so you, after Ms. Ro- Rodas, who gave her testimony on April 26, did you notice none of the media refuted her? Hmm. Why? Because she submitted evidence. She put her hand up. She had sworn testimony. She's lying. She goes to jail. But they weren't interested at 85,000. 85,000 children disappear. Interesting how that how they disappear. I think it's a heck of a lot more than that because after yeah. Jim told me the true numbers, it's so shocking. And then he, I, I had so many questions that I asked him because I, you know, I met my, I had my own guys that get, put, took me through things that I can't even, I can't even talk about. It took me two years to come off this movie, but it was worth mentioning when I talked about Adrenochrome. And I talked about that in the organ harvesting, which I didn't go into. And there's over 2 million in that one and another 2 million in another one. So it's, it's, it's on a world level. Uh, and uh, I, the, all the, uh, um, the bio labs that, um, that uh, you know, Senator Rubio talked about with, uh, um, um, oh God, the, the, the ambassador to Ukraine, I believe it's Victoria Nuland. And she gave her testimony about the biolabs. Oh, come on, guys. Look, it's right there in front of you, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, I think gullible travels, gullible's travels are over for most Americans now. And that's why, what is uh, making them quake in their boots. And one of the biggest things is that prob- it is high probable, I uh, would say, that um, – none of these people will ever be able to walk down the street again. Wow. I think that's probably, not probably, that is absolutely a good thing. Uh, And the world will be better for it. Um, You know, I got to say, Jim, you know, you mentioned adrenochrome and I had heard about adrenochrome and the process of, um, I don't know quite how the process works, but it involves getting children to the place of, being afraid to the point of death and then you extract this substance from them um i i wouldn't say i didn't believe it but i definitely was like that's like movie type type stuff but then when i found out that you were working with tim ballard and then he was the one that showed you this and started talking about no, this. Ne- no, 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 no. He never showed me that. Oh, he never showed you. No, he's the one that opened the uh, book with me on the organ harvesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
but I heard you talking about it and all of a sudden it was like, okay, there's something to this. Yeah. Well, you have to stop. Everybody has to go and start looking up the NIH. It's right there. It's listed. It's, it's there. And then it's the stuff that I, I can't even, there's no way that, um, that I can even tell you this publicly, what it really looks like. You have to do your own research on it, but I'll tell you this much. Um, it it's coming and uh, I'm telling you it's coming and they know it's coming and the world is going to have a rude awakening and this will be worse than any, anything that anybody's ever seen. Um, and so, but I'm okay. But what's with- worse specifically? Are you talking about something on par or greater than kind of the Nuremberg trials or? It's greater than all of that because it's killing every child, every baby from every religion. Like people, everybody's going to want retribution. From, from what you're all saying. of the countries in the world. Yeah. Our children, the most innocent. And why do they do this? Because it is the greatest offense to God. These children mm-hmm. yeah. are the most innocent and most like God. Mm-hmm. And to the evil one, he loves this because it wounds God greatly. And so we all have to look in our hearts where we have that God factor. Why we even take the name of Jesus anyway hmm. and say that God's children are no longer for sale, but we got to look in our hearts yeah. and say that's it. And so you know what happens if we all get involved. This stops. It ends. It's over. This reign of terror is over. And that's what the devil is terrified of, is that when we no longer become afraid. Remember what Reagan said. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. We're at war now with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind and is a long climb from the swamp to the stars. And it's been said if we lose this war and in so doing lose this great way of freedom of ours, history will record with the greatest astonishment that those of us that had the most to lose, like our children, did the least to prevent it from happening. Well, I think it's high time now we ask ourselves if we still even know the freedoms that were intended for our founding fathers. This 4th of July, this 4th of July, won't you give our children back their freedom on our independence day. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you owe it to, I think especially for people where it's really hard for them to accept that this stuff is happening. And this is something that my wife and I talked about with people for several years um, in in raising awareness of human trafficking and um, is we owe it to these kids or these women or whoever it is, we owe it to them to have the courage to look it in the eyes, not yeah. ignore it because it's too scary or it makes did us you, uncomfortable. Did you, you see Schindler's List? Did oh, you yeah. see okay, oh, imagine yeah. a movie like that coming out Yeah. during the time it was going on. Can you imagine what that would have done? It would. Have, yeah. How many lives would have been saved? Mm-hmm. But I want to tell you what would have happened. You wouldn't have the actors in that. Many of them would have said, you know what? Sorry, can't do that. It's too risky. Now, 50 years later, when it's safe, they have no problem telling the story. If you get a fat paycheck and the Nazis relevantly, I mean, well, until recently, I mean, they're back in, in Ukraine, the Azov Battalion, and we know that now. But for the most part, it's pretty safe. We've made this film during this time, during our Holocaust now. We've got to stop this. 
this is everybody's Holocaust. Every religion's Holocaust. Yeah. Every child is for sale. God's children are no longer for sale. Amen. And when God tells you to do something, you don't hesitate. Hmm. And so that's the fruit that you are, I would imagine all of you guys working on the film, that's the fruit that you're hoping and praying for is that action. You're looking for action, especially amongst, especially amongst believers where you're, you quoted James chapter one, where he says, you know, I'll show you my faith by what I do, not just by what I say. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, that really does sound like that's the, that's what you're looking for is, is, is a total mobilization of the majority. Faith without works is dead. Amen. I'm asking you to do what you did on the passion. I'm asking you by supporting this movie, not only are you helping the, the, your country and the border to get our border squared away, you're bringing light on an issue that they don't want you to, to, to see. They didn't want you to see the passion of the Christ. They told you that this was a bad film. We, we had 107 articles on the front cover of the New York, New York Times, front cover. Okay, don't see this film bad. I remember. Or, but yeah. people came out in droves, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they weren't going to listen to that narrative. Yeah. I'm telling you to reject theirs right now, what they're doing to your children. You're going to see this film is a rejection of what they're doing to our Christian culture right now. Christian bigotry is the most accepted form of bigotry right now in the world right now. And they're okay with that. Well, not anymore. That's done. You know, you want to put a rainbow flag on Mickey mouse. That's fine. You don't want, you don't want to put a, I've never asked them to put a, a a star of David or a, a crucifix or a cross on Mickey's ears. Why are you doing that? Why are you putting the rainbow flag above the president of the United States, above the our American United States flag? Absolutely appalling. And this, this is a culture that, you know, it's, it, it is um, inconceivable. Um, and for you to make a, a mockery of my Lord Jesus Christ, it's uh, again, I'm not going to work for the Nazis. This is not what I'm, um, it, it, it's, it's just yeah, give me freedom or give me death. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, well, in regards to, uh, let's go back to just really quick to, uh, this is a question I've actually been curious of since I found out that you were doing this movie, which was several years ago now. Um, it feels like, um, but, uh, how involved did you get it with Tim Ballard? Cause obviously he wanted you for the part. What did you do to prepare for this? And how did that okay. even observing Tim Ballard, how did that change you as a person? I'm really curious. Uh, well, first of all, it wasn't, I mean, I was working, you know, wanting really uh, to do it because it was obviously a dangerous mission. I really don't had, had nowhere else to go. Um, I had to for go to God because there was, you know, else for me to go really in the the industry right now the way it's all set up. But Tim Ballard, um, you know, my wife watched the Narcos movie and she was very scared about that whole thing. And then Tim goes, "Well, um, Carrie, um, don't worry, Jim will have thirty Navy SEALs around him." <laughs> 
help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Well, there were some Delta guys too and Rangers and everything, but uh, they they uh, were doing a great job. And I and um, first thing is is that I you know would go go over to Salt Lake and I did um, close quarter CQC with them, mm-hmm. and um, I went and did uh, you know um, in a lot of shooting and, and um, doing that kind of thing. And then I would sit down in his uh, in war room and uh, watch him do analysis on who they were taking down, just kind of seeing uh, how he would, um, how, how they operated, how, um, and the other thing is, is was really interesting. They have, once they rescue the kids, they have a place uh, that they can help take them. And because a lot of these kids are obviously in the, um, their minds are all brainwashed yeah, and, yeah. And to help them start uh, to recover and bring them back to society. Um, but Tim told me that, you know, Jim, we only have like five, for every five agents that are fighting the cartel, we only have one fighting the trafficking of children. So they're up against it. It is a clear and present danger, um, but one that is definitely worth fighting and but it's a bigger industry than drugs right it's it's oh the yeah sex trade has, has surpassed drug the drug trade well since we've done the film yeah i would say so now for sure yeah yeah you gotta remember that when you talk adrenochroming that is an elite drug i mean that is a it's been known to modern modern science since the 1930s and it's 10 tenfold of heroin um and uh it is in the synthetic. I mean, the synthetic equivalent. Let's focus on the natural. It is um, the most expensive, and um, it is uh, it's the most addictive. And it, again, it's this chemical compound is listed under the NIH under C9H9NO3. That's the molecular formula of it. So people, again, you can tell them this, but if they don't want to do their homework and that again uh, uh, we've been spoon fed for a long time oh yeah. Oh, and, yeah and a lot of people won't do their own research you know a lot of these guys that are in the media all they do is just hear your bullet points say these things mm-hmm. but to actually have someone like oh you know woman like Lara logan who actually goes in, into war yeah. zones oh yeah we've had her on the show yeah uh, she she is a, she's a hero mm-hmm. she's a true hero she is willing to um, gave her life um, to do, and really is what you would. Um, she's a, a a war correspondent and someone who's completely been destroyed unfairly, and um, um, and they always attack those that tell the truth. You see. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so you said that it took you two years to come off of this movie. Why? Just from all the horror that I saw. I had to go, I just getting help, you know, I went, you know, I had the Holy Spirit with me, but it's still like, I, I, the screaming is the hardest thing. I saw a movie um, uh, called Eclipse of Reason. 
It's about aborting babies in the womb. And you can see them screaming in the womb. They're dismembered. And the, there's a plume of blood that goes. And that all is used for um, the intel that I received from these agents on oh, this stuff will drive them crazy. Uh, it was $77 for a barrel of oil, $77,000 for a plastic barrel of body parts and blood from these children that are sold to biolabs. Okay. That's what they, what, and then you ask why, why are they so, why would they pay that money? What, where does that go? And so there's, there, uh, that will be something that, that, uh, they, uh, don't like. Now you asked me something earlier. Oh, well, in the clips of reason, you see the baby screaming in the womb. Mm -hmm. When you see the things I've seen, you get to hear it outside the womb. And that, uh, I can only imagine. But now, now what are you doing? I'm going to do now. You're going to stick your head in the sand and, right. and take a lollipop and go, you know, suck on it. Or are you going to be a big, big boy, big man and uh, fight back? And I, I'm, there's just no way I'm going to sit back on that because that could be your kid. Right. Be my kid. And so why not? You know, when I said, well, okay, Jim, what can I do? Well, I, I use my talent as an actor to, to, to do, to, to bring a light on this at a great risk of, of, of a lot of things, but, um, you know, you all doing your part and buying a ticket. And then, you know, you might be a doctor, you might be a lawyer. You do your thing as a doctor and lawyer to help out when, when called upon, you know, to help this whole crisis to support the men that, and women that need to come forward. And, and when they watch this movie, see, there's a great power when you watch it because your heart gets on fire and they don't like it. And when it's on fire, what's, what is it? Well, your heart is filled with love. You know, I look at John the Baptist. Oh, he must have had such love in his heart when he would not back down when they were talking bad things about him. Or, um, and and he, he turns to the Pharisees and says, you think just because you're a Jew, you're getting into heaven. God could turn these stones, these these stones into Jews. Well, God could do the same thing with Catholics and Protestants and evangelicals and Baptists. The same thing. Just because you say you love, it's not what you say, it's what you do. Yeah, come on. And you're never better. You're never better than when you um, you take the cross and you pick it up and you say, all right, come hell or high water. Um, I'm going to uh, um, stand for our children because the children, God, they're the most beautiful things, you know, the most innocent. And you're, you're loving God back by standing up and saying no more. Mm. No more our generation this is this is our nazis these are our communists these are our left that we have to fight and they want to take down our republic yeah take down they want to take it down they want to they're going to take your faith they're going to take your first romans there's no way men with men what men with wild beasts and things and god handed them over to a depraved mind you think they're going to let you go with that no, they're going to rip that out of, out of your book. In fact, they're, they're going to say, who is this author that wrote this? They're going to take all of his stuff out. They have to. But what does St. Paul says? To live is Christ, to die is gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Um, 
I just, man, you have no idea like how happy I am that that the, a film like this is being made and it's it's on the quality level. I can tell that the quality is excellent um, about this subject. I mean, for you, you know, because you've been a part a part of the passion, which got its fair share of flack. But now you're in the sound of freedom, which is being pushed as this right wing yada 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 fill in the blank um and it's like the same same talking points every single time but for you going through both those experiences how are those different do you feel like the antis kind of been up because at first you're just talking about jesus you're just portraying jesus right that's more in lack for a better term blanket but now you're going after the sex trade which is a massive industry would you say the anti has been upped i mean it seems like it's been pretty intense uh, I can only answer to God. And someone said this to me a long time ago. It makes sense. What you media think of me is none of my business. Yeah. Amen. All right. So let's, I really want to push. Um, I really want to push how important it is that people go out and see this movie. Obviously we said at the top of the top of the show, the film drops on July 4th of this year. Um, and it's not just going to be on that day. It's going to be, you know, I guess as many days as you guys can make it last, I would assume. But um, if you guys go to angel.com slash gym, that's the affiliate link. Link is also in the description. You can click that, but you can go to angel.com forward slash gym and get your tickets. You can pay it forward. Why is it so important for people to go see this film jim and why is it so important for them to go buy tickets now to do the pay it forward function feature tell everybody tell it tell it all tell everybody why because god's children are not for sale and god needs you now when god tells you to do something you don't hesitate very simple you like the state of your country be a voice go out there buy it now because if you buy a ticket now we'll get more theaters. More theaters mean more people. So when you buy it now, when you go and tell your church, hey, we're doing this, you can do that. And when you start organizing groups like you did during The Passion, we make our voice heard. And then eventually you got all of these whistleblowers start coming forward and they start to tell the truth and it gets out there and the truth sets them free. And once that occurs, people are no longer afraid any longer. And then all of this stuff starts coming out of what these elites have been doing to our children. And this starts getting out there. All of the government is going to be quaking in their knees because there are way more than us. There are way more good than evil. And in the words of Reagan, that evil is powerless if the good are unafraid. Amen. Yeah. And you guys are using the hashtag 2 million for 2 million. Why are you doing that? Why are you trying to sell 2 million tickets? Well, 2 million tickets for the children that are being sold right now today, as we speak right now, 2 million, 2 million of us sending a message. You're sending a message to them that they can't, they can't hide any longer. And once that goes, it's going to get bigger than that. And eventually more and more people in other countries, the bigger we are here in the U.S., we'll be way bigger all across the world because they're all struggling with this right now. Yeah. And you're essentially 
taking this massive network and shutting it down. And this whole global thing, I believe, is all about the children, what we're going through right now. And God is saying, you can't mess with me. Um, people to ask for the signs of the times. I'm Because I played Jesus, I'm often asked by seculars, when do you think the end of the world is? So I'm going to tell you right now, the end of the world is when you die. And you don't know when that's going to be. Hmm. But our Lord warns us, at the end of the days, I will separate the goats from the sheep. Mm-hmm. And many of those goats will be us because we chose to stay in the middle. You see, there's good and there's evil. And then there's in the middle, that fence. And that fence is owned by Satan. And so a lot of us, a lot of us Christians chose to stay there. Two of those are very bad decisions. So this is really simple, something that you can do. But it also, if we lose our country, and we're losing it right now, well, I guess why not give our children too, huh? I'm just not going to do that. No. No. Give me liberty or give me death. You take my children, I'm coming for you. Yeah. So everybody, the film premieres July 4th. Um, link is in the description. I can't stress to you guys how important it is. You guys go buy tickets. I already bought my tickets. I'm going on the 5th because I got something going on the 4th. I'm in I'm mid-travel. Uh, so we're going on the 5th. But um, guys, let's just let's pack these theaters. You can participate in the link on the pay it, with the pay it forward feature. If any of you guys have been involved with the pay it forward feature with the chosen angel studios um, is, is heading this whole the distribution up and um, you know, you can pay for other people. You can donate a certain amount of money uh, so that other people can go. Uh, let's just maximize the impact of this. They're trying to sell 2 million tickets, the 2 million children sold annually. Um, that's annually, correct? Two million yes, annually. Yeah, that's minimum. It's probably more like six million because mm-hmm. two other million are in the organ harvesting program. But it's just so deep, and people don't—they just got to get this first part on the trafficking, and then you're going to see the realities of it all. But once we end this, oh, the world is going to change in the most beautiful way. And uh, yeah. You will always be one of those people that said, not on my day, not on my watch. I did something. I fought back. And uh, But it doesn't matter what I think. It's what God thinks of you, and you did it for God. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I for one, know uh, when you're in any measure of intensity, um, and you definitely are in that, so are the, all the other filmmakers involved in this. Um how Jim, how can people be praying for you? How can they be praying for the other individuals behind this film? Listen, if I could tell you, I if anything ever happened to them, I I kill kill me. I, I want protection over my family. I, I I I really I don't I pray that you put the angels over my my children, my family. If I really if they were gonna take me or hurt me. I'd gladly go before them, but don't hurt my family, my children. And these guys play dirty. So, you know, I just want you to know that uh, um, 
I obviously want the protection, but I'd rather you pray for them. Uh, I know I'm going to be doing this movie with um, Mel Gibson soon on the resurrection of the Christ. Um, I am so fortunate that our Lord picked me to do it and picked me for this movie. I know that I've asked Jesus for the biggest amount of souls in the history of mankind to come to Jesus through this resurrection. I would gladly give my life uh, and uh, let alone my career because it really wasn't mine in the first place. Mm. He gave me a gift, but I, I want people to know Jesus in the most profound way. And uh, if and I'm telling the world this right now, uh, helps bring in one more soul for Jesus, I gladly give my life for him because it goes back to when he came to me. I felt like I was the only child that he had in the universe. And he loved me enough to give me a purpose. He asked me to become an actor. And I was able to take it to Hollywood. And uh, he protected me. But at one point, he finally was the, I, I, I grew up and, and now it was my time to hold and protect him. Um, I, was, I get to carry the baby Jesus with me all the time. And, uh, especially during this movie, Sound of Freedom, um, once you, when you save these children, you're actually protecting the baby Jesus. Mm. Well, Jim, this has been really, really great. Um, I know our viewers, um, absolutely loving this interview. Um, I just want to thank you so much for your time. Um, seriously, thank you for setting such a good example for not just believers, but people everywhere on what it means to stand for something. Uh, and especially when God is in your corner and he's asking you to do something, I just want to thank you. Thank you for that. I know on behalf of everybody else, the millions of other people that have observed you, I just want to thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It, it really means a lot. Um, and I know that God, God is so proud of you, man. So um, everybody links are in the description. You can go to angel studio or angel.com forward slash Jim get your tickets link is in the description you can click that go there let's fill these theaters july 4th sound of freedom comes out and uh to close us out we're going to be playing a full trailer of that thank you again jim how many pedophiles you caught 288 how many kids you found it is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen it has already passed the illegal arms trade, and soon it's going to pass the drug trade. Because you can sell a bag of cocaine one time with a child, five to ten times a day. God's children are not for sale. How long have you been doing this? Twelve years now. How many pedophiles you got? 288. How many kids you found? For Homeland Security, you know we can't go off rescuing Honduran kids in Colombia. Which means she'll disappear for good. Imagine walking into a room right now, seeing an empty bed. 
What we do? You quit your job, and you go and rescue those kids. So at this moment, she could be a block down the road, or she could be in Moscow, Bangkok, L.A. She's a major operator. It's all rebel territory. No one goes in. Not the army, not the police, not us. What if this was your daughter? There's no Marine unit coming. You're on your own. This job tears you to pieces. And this is my one chance to put those pieces back together. When God tells you what to do, Estimated 2 million children are trafficked every year, and we can help them. Sound of Freedom is based on a true story about real-life heroes saving kids from the dark world of child trafficking. We know this is heartbreaking, and it hurts to look at. But the first step in helping these children is hearing their story. Not enough people know this problem exists, and even fewer people are willing to do anything about it. Our goal is to inspire 2 million people to attend the film's opening weekend, to represent the two million trafficked children around the world. To spread the word, Angel Studios set up a pay it forward program where you can pay for someone else's ticket who might not otherwise see it. If the ticket price is stopping you from attending, claim your free ticket at angel.com freedom. Sound of Freedom opens the week of July 4th. Every parent, every adult, and every teenager in America should be there to see it. If millions of us come together today to see this film, we could propel the movement to help save millions of children around the world. And you can send the message that God's children are no longer for sale. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.